How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I've just found out that they're releasing an iPhone 12. <laughs> 12. They've made 12 of them. You would have thought by now they might have worked it out. 12! Doesn't it make you feel old? I remember when people were queuing up for the first one, which was just called iPhone. I also remember, I saw this week, that they're now advertising, now that's what I call music 101. I remember 32. <laughs> With seminal classic from Simply Red, Fairground. Fairground is there the way I, I love the thought of coming home to you Anyway, episode 7 Tone After the tone After the tone Leave your Lovely polite clap we'll have this week. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to another After the Tone, the podcast made up entirely of voice notes that you lot leave for me on the After the Tone burner phone. Um, do you remember in the 90s when you lot used to be referred to as the general public? <laughs> do you remember Family Fortunes? Les Dennis. I bet he's dead. Actually, I don't know that. I've no reference to know if he's dead, but, I mean, he's not on the telly, so practically. Um, <laughs> they used to ask you really stupid questions, like, we asked 100 people from the general public which hand you wipe your bum with. And then people like Jean, who was the cousin of Paula, would say, oh, Wednesday. <laughs> 
get herself all in a tiff, wouldn't she? Anyway, I digress. Hello, I'm Scotty, I'm your host, Lucky You. And together with trusted producer, producer Debbie, to give her her full title, each week we bring you about 40 minutes of your life that I can promise you, you will never get back because that's how time works. Uh, if you're new here, hello, stay a while, get comfy, babes. Long-time listeners will know the score, they know how this works because each week I sit in my bedroom, this week currently hugging a radiator because it's cold. And uh, what do I do? <laughs> what do I sit? Did anyone hear the existential crisis where I was like, and I am... Um, and I, well, I tell you what I do. I sit with my phone and I download some calls that producer Debbie has sent me via the medium of WeTransfer. Very modern. Hashtag not a sponsored advert. And live, yes, live, I send her back a really long voice note with my responses to your nonsense. I mean, it's like the Microsoft Paint of podcasts, isn't it? I mean, and that's a reference about three people and a goat will get. Anyway, not going to lie, I've had a lovely week. Stranger things have happened, I know. I had a life-changing lemon meringue pie a few days ago. And, I mean, I never thought I'd be that person. But, you know, I am. And so we'll work with it. Other keynote things (laughs) that happened to me this week is I bought some incense. But I didn't buy incense sticks, no. I bought incense cones. I'll do it again for you. Incense cones. These are cones of incense that I bought in the flavour of frankincense because evidently I really enjoy the heady smell of Catholic shame. (laughs) But it's lovely. Anyway, I'm going off track again. The main reason why it was a gorge week was because you lot got us up into the iTunes charts. Mm, We're a top 100 podcast now, babes. Yeah. Me, producer Debbie, you and Susanna, who used to be of Trini and Susanna. So, you know, it's a heady world of show business, babes. Brace yourself. In all honesty, absolutely chaffed. That's really super lovely. I guess because last week we left you on a bit of a cliffhanger, didn't we? We were like, we don't know whether to do this anymore because we said we'd only do six. Um, But from the feedback and the messages and the emails and all the gorgeousness, I think we might as well, mightn't we? Might as well go full time. I mean, what else are we going to fucking do in our time during a pandemic? (laughs) Anyway, as ever, if you've got something to get off your lovely chest, bit of gossip, bit of scandal. Love to hear it. Also, very happy to sort any family or interrelationship, I could have just said relationship, interrelationship quibbles, quibbles, quibble, one of those. Just see me as like a more accessible Judge Judy. Pick up the phone, <laughs> pick up the phone, open up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. Zero, seven, double, eight, two hundred, Anyway, I'm itching to get on with today's show because I just, you know, it's just fun, isn't it? It's just enjoyable. Let's do it. Let's see what you lot have been up to. Hiya, Scotty. First time caller, long time listener. I just listened to your last podcast and you've convinced me to send you a message because I really don't want you to stop doing your podcast. Um, I don't really have anything to say other than I listened to five episode five and six together. So I remembered you were talking about fish finger sandwiches and um, I 100% agree it needs to be on shit white bread 
but I have a little top tip if you can get batch bread. Now, I, I don't know if you can get it in the UK, but it's like this crusty loaf that's pre-sliced and it's like doughy and oh, it's just so good. But anyway, fish finger sandwich on batch bread, my top tip. Thank me later. Other than that, love the podcast and don't stop doing it. Thanks. Bye. Oh, well, as you all know, I love to get a message from over the water. Because little unknown showbiz fact, I come from an Irish family. So, yeah, you know, holder of an Irish passport, babes. So the shitstorm that's happening over here with Brexit, not going to touch me. I mean, it will. <laughs> but the audacity that because I'm an Irish citizen, I think, ah, fuckers. <laughs> Sorry, British people, but, you know, Irish reparations. Uh, now... Let's get on to business. Do you know what? I love this call because it is so Irish. Because only people living on the island of Ireland <laughs> would consider batch bread to be something so exotic it hasn't reached the shores of the UK. <laughs> Jesus, of course we have batch bread over this way. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll be writing a letter home soon because they've just started selling soda bread in the co-op. Now, the co-op, dear listener, who is listening from the island of Ireland or beyond, because I actually looked at the figures this week and we're very popular in Germany <laughs> and Singapore. Who knew it? Well, what can I say, babes? The co-op is a bit like the spa, but with workers' rights, supposedly. And I think it originated in the north of England. So it's it's kind of got socialist undertones, but, you know, it's still a supermarket, so still evil. Fish finger sandwich... Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I can go on all day long and say it has to be shit ingredients, but shit batch bread, really sugary ketchup that perhaps has been like watered through with a bit of vinegar. But with those posh, I think they don't even call it, because I don't think posh people can come to terms with calling fish fingers, fish fingers. I think they call them fish goujons, which is French for fingers. I mean, it's not, but we'll go with it. Or maybe it is. Oh, I don't know. Look at me trying to convince myself I'm a French genius. That does actually taste very nice. Anyway, thank you so much for your encouragement. Always gorgeous to have a phone call from over the water. So, any more of those, please? Yes, please, thank you very much. Hello, Scotty. You just mentioned on your latest amazing episode that um, you were only planning to do six episodes and then kind of wrap things up. Don't you fucking dare... I fucking adore this podcast. It gives me so much... Ah, it just gives me so much. Like, I can't even find the words. You need to keep this going. It's, it's, it's such a good podcast. Like, genuinely, from, like, the bottom of my gay heart. Please, 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 please. We need you. In a, in a, in a year that's been full of viruses and corruption and all that kind of shit we need scotty scotty 2020 maybe i should sing stay now baby yeah i'm gonna do it stay now scotty if you've got to go away don't think i could take the pain won't you stay another day Oh, don't leave me alone like this. Don't you say it's the final podcast. Won't you stay another day? I can't reach the note. Day! Da, da, no. 
fuck. Um, but yeah, stay a lot of days. You can't go. <laughs> also, Trisha, Jesus, it was so nice to hear her voice. <laughs> there was a wild array of emotions going in that message, weren't there? Also, I just loved the fact that you were like, am I going to do this? Yeah, I'm going to do this. And then that gap between verse one and verse two, appreciate it, here for it. Do you know what? Love singing on this. More singers, please. Yeah, we're here to stay. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll carry on now, now that we've tested the waters. But it was just good to know, get some feedback, I believe they say in the arts. I really, <laughs> I really love that I recognise your voice as the person, I'm just going to say episode three or four, who was in the Trisha Goddard studio and who was like I got edited out and she's a bitch and then she calls in and you're like oh my god Trisha you fickle fickle homosexualist and yes I am here for that behavior <laughs> I love that energy I hate her oh my god I love you you're famous <laughs> hi Scotty yeah it's the carer here I've had one of those weeks which we're always having but I just wanted to sort of make it a quick one, really. What's this I hear about the pub's closing? What? I'm closing the pub? Just now, you know what I mean? You've got some lovely regulars in here. It's a really nice clientele. You've got to lead us all in. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's lovely. What now? Now you're the top 100, is it? Is that what it is? She's gentrifying. She's got one celebrity caller. Top 100. She's going to gentrify the bar now. Do you know what I mean? There's us locals out. But you're going to get new on tap. What, you're going to get celebrity spoken special word ale and marmalade and fucking haggis toasties. Do you know what I mean? You've opened this up. You've got to do this for the rest of your life now, girl. You do realise that once you start being a landlady, you've opened up a world to people now. Do you know what I mean? It's a community. It's a community in here. And fucking talking to people and it fucking caring. And this is taking away our community spaces again. Take away our community space. It's your fault. You started it. You got them in there. You got to keep doing this shit. Fucking hell, it's a global pandemic going in. Where else have we got to go? Who else have we got to speak to? You got to do this to us, I suppose, until at least they find a fucking vaccine, you bitch. Do you know what I mean? Is it your pub? Are you the landlady or you're just a barman? I want to speak to the management. I'm not having this. Actually, fucking marmalade and black pudding toasties are fucking banging. <laughs> Lovely call from that there regular, the carer there. Thank you so much. Always love a regular caller. Um, but we also encourage the first time callers as well. You know, we're all welcome. And you're right. It is a community space. I was being a bit Tory about it and saying, let's pull it down. I think we're here to stay. I'm more than happy to take the role of Bet Lynch of the podcast. More than happy to kick out people when they're being a knobhead. Your first reference, haggis and marmalade, I thought, I'm in for it. Black pudding and marmalade. Toasty. There's just something, oh, I don't know, there's something about hot marmalade, which sounds like a great name for a 70s disco band. I don't know if I could get behind. Well, I don't mind hot jam. I mean, these are the hard-hitting questions of why we need to keep this space open, right? <laughs> I'm more than happy to sign a contract that says we'll keep this going until there's a cure. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Hi, Scotty. Right, regarding Trump, if we don't get to watch him drowning on his own secretions, which admittedly is a shame, um, I hope 
it's a dream that COVID has weakened his heart a lot and that he will have a massive heart attack while standing at a podium giving a hateful speech about something and he'll shit himself in front of the entire world and then die. Yeah, that's that's what I dream about. God bless America. Bye! (laughs) I mean, it's quite an elaborate visual, isn't it? Because some might say it might be nicer for her to go quietly. Because, you know, if she died like that... Sorry, misgendering, it's so 2005. But, you know, you can take the girl out of a nightclub, but you can't take nightclub out of the girl. But if he was to go in such a spectacular way, you know those right-wing knobheads would, like, essentially martyr him as, like... Well, Christ pooed himself when he was at the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you know what I mean? They'd find some psalm or some way that it related to how genius he was. Um, I was thinking then, some of my friends who are disabled or who identify as Crip would probably also endorse that message, would also really like him to go in that way. I read something this week about how lockdown measures and what's happening within our health and support systems are essentially doing like that, like a very public degradation of disabled people or people with additional access needs. So I'm in for it, but there's a part of me that kind of wants a quiet death. And I think, well, because news is broke that he thinks he's now immune, that he's now superhuman, that he's got something genetically inside him which makes him superior towards us. I mean, the writing's on the wall, we should have seen it. So he's now going about thinking that he's immune. So who knows? He might get COVID again. He's probably got long COVID because of his age range. So might be suffering silently. It's weird, isn't it, having the simple pleasure in the suffering? But as my brother said is called suffering to so many millions of people. To wish the death of one person isn't all bad, is it? Hi, Scotty. Providenza here, reporting from Los Angeles, but originally from Chicago. I know you like accents and dialects, so this is what a Chicagoan sounds like. I wanted to tell you a little um, homosexual story because, you know, might be a pandemic, but we still gay. Anyways, I was on a trip with my best pal, Matt, and we went up to San Francisco, and we were out at the queer bar, and, you know, I was having a good time dancing, having a drink, and um, this twink uh, comes up to me, and he says, oh my god, you're doing the Chicago dance, and You know, I was incredibly caught off guard for a couple of reasons. I mean, like I said, I'm from Chicago and I fancy myself a little bit of a Chicago historian and I had never heard of the Chicago dance. Two, I was shocked that a twink was being nice to me. And um, three, I was just dancing like a, um, you know, limp-wristed fat dyke, you know, the usual and just serving what I got, you know. And so naturally I started chatting with them because I had to figure this out and, you know, it was a loud bar. So I was chatting into his ear and the conversation was winding down. And um, given that I am a Midwesterner and we are the nicest people in all of America, I go to shake his hand and feel a little bit of uh, wetness. And the reason was because I was nux deep in his vodka soda. Yep, all the way in there. And as I'm getting his name, I'm saying, you know, so nice to meet you and can I please get you a new drink because my whole fist is in your cup 
We never actually talked about the Chicago dance. So to this day, I do not know what the Chicago dance was, but I do know what it's like to have my knuckles fully in somebody's cup. Thank you so much, Scotty. You're great. Love your work. Love the pod. Uh, Chat later. Bye-bye. Oh, what a glorious phone call from a glorious human being. And you'll have to put the clap emoji in between what I'm about to say, but here for the fat dyke energy. Love that. I have to confess, when you mentioned the twink, I was like, oh no, what did the twink say? And then when you said that you were a fat dyke, I was like, oh no, what did the twink do? So I'm I'm equally surprised as somebody who grew up on the fat dyke scene, but this side of the water. And yes, a beautiful accent. Thank you so much. Now, (laughs) knuckles deep, steady. (laughs) Now, I'm going to do something for you, but I really do for people. But I do for you because you sound like a nice person. I mean, I'm going on that from just your story. I mean, you could be hideous, but I'm going to Google it. (laughs) What is the Chicago dance? Oh, it's called Chicago Stepping. Here we go. Chicago Stepping is an urban dance. Oh, don't you hate that? Urban. What they mean to say is, well, what I'm thinking they're meaning to say is this is a dance that came around through the black and brown community. Urban, my whole. It's like saying this was a dance that a city made. This is a dance that an area that was highly populated made. So it's called Chicago-style stepping. And the origins of stepping evolved from bop in the 70s. I mean, none of this means anything to me. (laughs) But I hope it means something to you. It sounds like... Dun, 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 dun. The candy dance. Sounds like it's a bit like the electric slide. There you go. Found it out for you. You can look at it. It's on a Wikipedia, everybody. It's called Chicago Step In. So the twink knew their shit. And I'm glad you bought them another drink. Just shows what a lovely, generous person you are. Going to be a very nostalgic one here, Scotty. It has to be gladiators on a Saturday night when you were a kid. You had your weekly bath, you had your tea, and you watched gladiators. Oh, I miss the simple days. I wanted to be Jet. In fact, I still want to be Jet because Diane's pretty cool now. Oh, well. Speak to you soon. Ah, yes. Now, this call has come because I asked people on Twitter what TV shows they'd like to come back. And, yeah, I also used to love the gladiators. The gladiators. It's kind of got a theme tune that I just don't remember. It's just gladiators and hang tough. We will, we will rock you. Remember the wolf being a knobhead? Probably still is. I mean, was that performed? No, I just reckoned he was a knobhead, to be fair. I revisited gladiators quite recently and realised that there is a lot of racist undertones under the black performers. Because they're called things like bullet and shadow and nightshade, which just doesn't sit right with me. Why do we think that was fine in 1992? I used to fancy, I think he was called Hunter, and I've just looked him up, Mr James Crossley. He is a vinyasa teacher now and does speaking workshops. I wonder if he's a Mary, because they were all quite queenie, weren't they? But they were all pretending to be um, 
quite heterosexual for Saturday telly. Used to um, eat my pork pies whilst watching that, coming in on a Saturday from the doing the shopping. Anyway, do I want it to come back? Well, they've got that thing now, the ninja one, which is far more difficult. I don't think I need a reboot of Gladiators, to be fair. Hey, Scully. So I have got two shows which I would love them to make new seasons of or new series of. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I loved it so much. Linda Hughes was an icon to me. And the other one, Keeping Up Appearances, Hyacinth Bouquet. Amazing. Yes, now, gimme, gimme, gimme. Lovely, lovely Kathy Burke of Kathy Burkedom. We love the Kathy Burke, particularly if anyone follows Kathy on the Twitter visions. God love Kathy Burke. Do you know what I mean? I think my favourite thing Kathy Burke once said was she knows that she's doing well in life because she can have two tea bags in her tea. Can relate. But we've got to remember that James Drufus of uh, Gimme 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 is one of those turf people will not accept that they're a turf thinks people having their own gender identity obviously causes majorly disruption into his life that he has to take to Twitter and tell everybody about it. I mean, the mind boggles, doesn't it? I probably still do think that what he did in that time and being that Camp Mary was probably revolutionary in its way because, you know, early 90s wasn't a nice place to be a Mary. But it's just funny how people turn out, isn't it? Keeping up appearances, love. It's a shame that Onslow's dead. Sorry, so just on a trigger warning there. Are you Scotty love? It's that JRF here. Hello. Yeah, I saw on your Instagram you were asking about telly and things watching as a kid. Now, no one will understand the white hot fear of watching telly programmes late at night, normally the Red Shoe Diaries on Channel 5 uh, for a little bit of soft core. I remember seeing Helen Mirren's Tits and Shooting the Beeve, watching The Cook, The Thief, The Wife and a Lover. But, I don't know if you remember, but late at night there was the Gay Exchange and I also remember the guy in the Gay Exchange advert that had the black and white lycra trousers and the nice little singlet, I think. And he was sort of dancing like he was, like, bench-pressing weights. But the terrifying thing was they would turn the volume down, it seemed, at Channel 4. And you're trying to, like, covert watch a little bit of filth because you're going to see, like, a tiny dinkle in The Cook, The Thief, The Wife and The Lover. That's actually, just so you're aware, that's the difference between art house and porn. Cock size. Just thought I'd throw that out there. It's a true story. Small dicks, art house. Big dicks, porn. Also acting, but whatever. But just as it came up to the break and all of a sudden you could hear a pin drop in the house and then as loud as you like, 089150505050 now for the party hotline. And honestly, you would be like, trying to, as I say, watch something a little bit sexy and a little bit naughty late at night. And it would, it would be like white noise passing through the house. And it was all while I was at my grandma's as well. Anyway, so that's my chat about telly. As ever, darling, love and light, God bless. Love the show. Bye.
Well, we all remember hovering over the change channel button, don't we? Euro trash. I remember watching that, yeah, and thinking, wasn't it funny TV? Maybe that's got something to do with Brexit because it really othered us from Europe, didn't it? Really, like, said that people living on the Great British Isles are not like the people on the continent. It's real telly from its time. I do remember the... Trust the gays to ruin a lovely bit of softcore on Channel 5. I actually remember the launch of Channel 5 with Spice Girls and I thought... I don't quite understand what's going on here. But it was a real to-do. Children would never understand that. Pick open like Pick Plus 7, where you can watch Pick TV seven hours behind the other people. And it's just another television channel. When Channel 5 opened, there was Pepsi advertising. They commissioned a girl band to write a song about it. There were people in Sainsbury's handing out free fans with Channel 5 on them. They don't know they're born today, to be honest with you. I blame the internet. I blame the Google. I mean, we can't blame Google for everything. We can. I mean, we need an enemy. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've got to give. Well, we're at the halfway mark, or thereabouts. Who knows? This is that time where I like to remind you that I'd love to hear from you. And, you know, coming up, we've got spooky time, where, you know, everyone changes their name on Twitter and it's really hard to fucking find anybody. But we are going into the season of the sexy cat. (laughs) Sexy cats is a phenomenon I'll never understand. But I'm looking to see if you've got any low-key ghost stories, any experiences or encounters with the paranormal. Were you possessed as a child? (laughs) Also, love to know what you're doing for Halloween drag. Are you going to still do a Halloween look, even though you're going to be on your own and you can't touch children? (laughs) You know what I meant, like children come to your door, you can we trick or treat this year? Oh my God. Well, let us know, get on the blower, open up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. 0788 200 3420. Ooh. <laughs> That's my best spooky sad. So get your spooky calls in, please. Right, onward with the show. Hello, Scotty. Just wanted to let you know that I had a dream about you last night and it was actually pretty weird. We were at dinner and there was your husband as well and my sister and my mother. I remember I sitting next to your husband and you sat on the other side of the table next to my sister. And yeah, I remember we we chat like a sort of family reunion. And the funny thing is that I'm from Italy, so the rest of my family doesn't speak or understand English. But they did. That time they did. Yeah, it was really lovely. Oh, isn't that sweet? I love that I'm... Well, I sort of love that I'm infiltrating your dreams in a nice way. Well, who knows if it was nice, really? You didn't say. I'm going to interpret that as nice. I don't speak Italian, so I'm glad in the dream they could speak English because that probably meant that we got along because I'm actually quite a charismatic person. I'm very good with mums, actually. I actually prefer mums than I do real-life people. 
queers and mums, I think, work together very well. We spoke about this in the last episode about queers and children. A wise person once said to me that gays and girls, as we used to call them back in the days, we probably understand each other better than we do um, most because we've got a common enemy. Anyway, I hope we had a lovely meal at your family's house. I My Italian's awful, but something I do particularly enjoy from an Italian menu is, I'm going to butcher it, I'm very sorry. Oh, gag there, because it's ham. Is fionio chionio? Like fennel ham? Oh, I tell you what, I would do feel for that. Actually, I would come to your family's house and entertain your mum for that. So if that could be arranged... I'm more than much. You know what? After the tone dinner parties, have I just stumbled on something that's possibly quite genius? Answer on a postcard. Oh, hi, Scotty. It's Stephen calling you again well, across the puddle all the way in Montreal. And um, yeah, thank you very much for your advice about what to do about my BFF's um, evil partner. And I uh, did what every Canadian would do and I just ignored your advice yeah I just decided to ghost her um you sort of mentioned that you thought we were really nice in Canada but actually we're not really that nice we're quite evil yes all around evil but you know I, I was thinking about this ghosting you know like now we have all these chance to ghost and and just avoid people and block them and all that sort of stuff and and I saw this thing on Facebook the other day about how we used to block people uh we would just like leave the phone off the hook and i was thinking you know what how did we learn these things before the internet before we had these facebooks and instagrams and all those things how did we learn these these techniques and and i was thinking well actually i mean i guess i learned everything i needed from from watching television you know like the love boat on saturday night not that that was really a great moral compass I did always want to go on a cruise and meet that wonderful bartender, have a slushy margarita, hang out in the sun, floating around, invading countries, then getting back on the boat, being an all-around evil Canadian. All right, hope you're good. Bye. Lovely to hear from you. We love a return phone call because we like to keep the, um, the dialogue going. That's what we need in these times. And also, there's a through line then, isn't there? You know, sorry to be theatre about it, but it's, it's essentially a callback. It's an actual callback. Look what I did there. Now, I refuse to accept the idea that all Canadians are evil based on two things. One of them is Celine Dion, and the other one is my friend Jen, both of whom are icons both of whom are the nicest people you ever meet in your life. And um, in some lights, if you actually squint, I think, you know, they're not too dissimilar looking from each other, actually. So um, I refuse to allow you to put in all Canadians are horrible people into room 101, um, because that's what I think that was there. The Love Boat. Now, that sounds a little bit like a programme we used to have here called Blind Date, where essentially three people would be humiliated on television because they wanted to go on a date with someone. Now we've got Tinder. So you can just humiliate yourself from the comfort of your own house. 
how did we learn these things, Stephen, dear caller? Well, I tell you what, I'm going to go back on what I literally just said, but I think it's because we've always been evil knobheads. You know, there's this big scandal, like, oh, the internet's made us antisocial, the internet's made us horrible people, the internet's made us socially recluse. No, we were socially recluse, horrible, distant people beforehand. It's just now there's a documentation of it. We can now prove it. Whereas before, you'd be like, oh, I've been trying to call you. You'd be like, oh, my phone's out of service or it doesn't work or you've got the wrong number. But now we can just prove these things because you go on Twitter, it says this person's blocked you. So anyway, I'm glad you didn't take my advice. I don't think anyone should take my advice. I mean, particularly somebody who's as highly medicated and as entertaining as I am. (laughs) Anything I say on this podcast, I mean, I should have said this weeks ago, but anything I say on this podcast, do take with a pinch of sugar. (laughs) Salt! Oh, I'm always getting the wrong end of the stick. Anyway, thanks for calling. Hi, Scotty. Hi, Scotty. This is Sol. And Mar. (laughs) Calling you all the way from Mexico. City. (laughs) (laughs) What's the temperature? I don't know. It's hot. (laughs) It is is hot. (laughs) You know why it's hot? Because it's my birthday. Happy birthday. And we wanted to celebrate with you. And we wanted to share that we are just getting together after nine long months. Yeah, because I live in Chile. And I live in North Carolina, in the States. And I'm not allowed to go into the States because I'm going through an immigration process because I'm going to go there. And I couldn't fly to Chile because the borders are closed. And we had to meet. Basically, it's like, fuck, where do we go? (laughs) (laughs) And there uh, are two options, really. Yeah. Jamaica, which we learned, it was not very gay friendly. It was, in fact, it was illegal illegal to be gay. Gay, so. Or queer. Or non binary, or trans, or anything. Uh, Yes. Much more. And Mexico City, and Mexico in, in general, which. Which is a great place, but they can probably kill you if you go to the wrong but, but place. At least, but at least, you know, gay marriage is legal. And so, therefore, they have to be a little yeah. bit more civilized about couples, yeah. Kidnapping. Kidnapping. Kidnapping is... Homicide. Homicide is also legal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that part's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> they make it sound it's legal. <laughs> so... Um, but we wanted to share all the travesties that we had to go around and about to to get to here no but But on that sad note (laughs) (laughs) we're really really very happy to have reached this place and to be together celebrating you my my birthday and tomorrow we go to isla de mujeres which is paradise so we have to die of something yeah we will die happy love you scotty and love love your show thanks for Again, for being yourself. Bye. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is... Honestly. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm just having a moment. It's far too early for me to have heard that phone call. Uh, Oh. Okay. (laughs) Bummy's got a bit emotional. She's okay. Don't worry. It's all about joy. What a beautiful, sweet message. And I really love that you can just hear the adoration that both of those people have for each other, just in that little message. Um, 
Oh, and the the lengths that people go to get around fucking bureaucratic systems and bullshit that want to pull us apart and keep us in different places. And so I am so glad that the pair of you have been able to meet in the middle and find some softness on your birthday as well. Oh, what a gorgeous message. I hope everybody else at home is going, oh, I think the take home here for me is not only is this beautiful, not only is this amazing and all of the luck in the world with your immigration and all of that bullshit and do let us know how it's going. But you haven't seen each other for nine months. You've got other things to be doing, okay? (laughs) And you said you're going to somewhere, somewhere, mujeres, which is something of the woman or of the lady, of, of the women. So... Let us know how that was, because very interested. Haven't been to Mexico. First call from Mexico, how gorgeous. Enjoy yourselves, please, the pair of you, and make up for lost time. Oh, and what a gorgeous message to end the show on. I feel all loved up. I feel like one of those love is love placards, only not in Primark. Um... Thank you so much. What a gorgeous show. Thank you to all the callers that called in this week. Absolutely gorgeous. Hope you call in for next week. Remember, uh, wouldn't be, oh God, why is it? There's always a but. I'm so sorry. Um, remember, I'm really interested to hear your spooky calls. Any drama, any quibbles or quabbles, do, any gossip. Don't feel like there's a theme. Just call up. Tell us how you're thinking and feeling. And please do. I know I go on about this and I know it's so boring, but it really does help us. Feel free to share some of the love that you've got today with your friends, even if it's just getting on your Instagram stories to say that you like it or doing a little tweet or Snapchat if you're under the age of like 30 because you know that it it does give us a little help and a bit of an uplift and if you want to go further and send us a bit of love give us a review if you listen on to a platform that allows you to keep doing that but most importantly please do keep listening um it's been gorge avenue have a good week look after yourselves and remember if anything comes up drop us a line all right babe see you later After the tone, leave your message after the tone. After the tone is presented by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, with voice notes from weirdos across the world. Shout outs to JJ Cranston, Louise Mothersole, and Podcast.co. After the tone is a Debbie Productions production. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.